0: This is the podcast equivalent of drinks with your best mom friends. If your best mom friends just happen to be therapists. Introducing Honest Women with Andrea Berkley and Jessica Hutchison. We know another therapy podcast, but it's not the whole be more, do better, rotating panel of experts thing. 30 minutes, no filter, and the deep knowledge that no matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Listen to Honest Women on Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right, so today, seriously, today is a trigger day for you today, it, Kristen? It is. And for those that aren't aware, um, when you're when you're living when you're living with grief, I'm not even gonna say dealing with grief. When you're living with grief, um, trigger days will come up. And sometimes, you know, it's it's the day your loved one passed away, it's the day of their birthday, it's holidays, et cetera. And then there's also some like just kind of random, unique days to you that will elicit those feelings of 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 heaviness, and today is one of those days for me. Um, I actually, I actually contemplated dialing back the grief chat because in my head I was like, "I'm talking too much about my dead dad." Um, then, are you thinking that or are you just seeing a comment here no. or there on Facebook? Okay. Haven't seen any comment. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, Facebook cut anymore. So m- maybe there are, maybe there aren't. But this was self-imposed. Um, and then I got the most beautiful message from a Burt Show listener uh, thanking Amber and I for talking about our grief journey. Because this is something new that mm. she's going through and it made her feel less alone. And she was very grateful for the conversation we had. Amber is one of our uh, producers that just lost her mom. And, um, you know, my dad passed away, it'll be six years ago this year, and um, I'm never going to stop talking about him, and I don't want to. And I know for some people it can be an uncomfortable conversation, but it's how you keep the memory of your loved ones alive. So today is a trigger day for me, because today is the day my dad received his liver transplant, which gave him a second lease Mm -hmm. on life. Um, so my dad went through it as far as health wise. Um, he, he served two tours in Vietnam, um, ended up with, he had the universal blood type. So they would do straight blood transfusions from his arm to like a fellow soldier's arm. And he ended up contracting hepatitis while he was over there. And it took a toll on his liver and he needed a liver transplant and was on the list for years. And he you know, after years finally got that liver transplant and it, it gave me so many more years with him before his life was sadly taken by cancer. So I don't know. I don't know why I can't pinpoint why, but I was like reflecting on this day and I was like, man, I'd really like to find that donor letter that I wrote so many years ago. And God Gabbas, Cassie, um, we had posted it to Facebook or I had fo- posted it to Facebook and she pulled it up to me, uh, for me and sent it to me because I really wanted to read it today because um, in honor of the grief, but also to promote being an o- organ donor, I thought it was like an important read. And I mean, I haven't read this letter since the day I read it on air, mm. February of 2016. Wow. That's how long ago it was. um, So... My, my letter to the donor family on behalf of my dad said, Dear donor family, I've been staring at this blank page for days with no idea how to start. No idea how to adequately convey what you've done for my family and me. Truth be told, I've been wanting to write this letter to you for five years. How is it humanly possible to thank another for the gift of life? Well, I'm going to try my best. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our story and the role you played in it. My name is Kristen. My father's name is Jim. Right out of high school, my dad was drafted and spent one and a half years serving in Vietnam. His body was subjected to Agent Orange. Having a universal blood type, he would be directly connected to wounded comrades for blood transfusions. This is where uh, we think he contracted hepatitis. Hepatitis that went undetected for years, slowly destroying his liver. It wasn't until 2000 when we found out my dad needed a new liver because his was failing. For almost 11 years, he stayed on the inactive transplant list, but in December of 2010, he became extremely ill, to the point I thought this was it. But he miraculously pulled through, and on February 2nd, he was placed on the active transplant list. We waited on pins and needles, knowing the wait could be long and uh, that it could be excruciating, but astonishingly, just 13 days later, he got the call. They had a liver. It was a match. I was living in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'll never forget the moment my dad called and said those words we've been waiting to hear for over 10 years. Kiki, they have a liver. It was in the middle of the afternoon on February 15th, 2011. I quickly got off the phone so I could book my flight to Tampa where he was having the surgery. Before I could gather my thoughts, let alone my things, I fell to my knees in my bedroom and I wept tears of joy. That turned to tears of fear and then that turned to tears of sadness. Sadness for the family I did not know who had just lost a loved one that would save my loved one. My next recollection is pulling up to Tampa General late at night in a taxi, wheeled my luggage into the waiting room where my dad's sweetheart was waiting. She told me they had already wheeled him back for surgery. I had just missed him. We were in the waiting room all night. After what seemed like an eternity, the surgeon came in and told us the news. The transplant was a success. It's one of the most pivotal moments in our lives. Seeing him in the ICU for the first time, he already looked better. He was no longer yellow from jaundice. He took forever, but he finally woke from anesthesia. And in that moment, I knew he was going to be okay. That's when it sunk in. My dad was alive, but another family had just experienced unimaginable loss and grief. I am so very sorry. Those are the two phrases I just can't say enough. I'm sorry and thank you. Because your loved one chose to be an organ donor, my dad's life was saved. We now get to celebrate not one, but two birthdays. His actual birthday and his reborn birthday, February 15th. Jim is a doting father to his two children. He became a grandpa for the first time three years ago. Harper and Liam love their pap. He never would have been able to meet them if it wasn't for you. He's a man that exudes positivity and spreads his joy and laughter every day. And boy, does he have an infectious laugh. Everybody wants to play golf with Jimmy because he has the best jokes and nobody laughs harder at his jokes than him. He's a good man and he's been integral in making me the woman I am today. For the past five years, I've especially cherished our time together because I know those years came at a cost. If you're comfortable with sharing your memories of the person who saved my dad's life, I would love to know more. I already know they're an organ donor, a hero, an angel. My dad and I share a common love, and that's the Beatles. He introduced me to them when I was a teenager, and it's a special bond he and I have shared for over 20 years. It only seemed fitting to end my letter to you with this. In my life, I loved you more. With my eternal gratitude, Kristen. You're on The Burt Show. This is the podcast equivalent of drinks with your best mom friends, if your best mom friends just happen to be therapists. Introducing Honest Women with Andrea Berkley and Jessica Hutchison. We know another therapy podcast, but it's not the whole be more, do better, rotating panel of experts thing. 30 minutes, no filter, and the deep knowledge that no matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Listen to Honest Women on Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.